Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hot Body Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to what might be the final episode of the Pinocchio Odyssey. Um, we're uh, lurching towards the end of the film and um, we've just got to the bit where if I remember correctly uh, Pinocchio had um, escaped from what was the island called again? Pleasure Island <laughs> Pleasure Island, I almost said Fantasy Island but that's a different thing altogether isn't it? Yeah That's the, the little fella uh, and the big fella. I tell you this much though, in fiction, what we've learned is anything that's going down on a secret island is fucking weird and you yeah. should steer clear. And no, yeah. I, I, I say fiction, but I'd actually say the same about um, Great Britain, mainland Britain. <laughs> Just stay away. Do you think, it's fucking weird. Do you reckon Holy Island uh, in Northumberland could be regarded as that? Well, a secret uh, island? Listen. You know, you go, right, the Wicker Man. That's like the classic. Load of fucking yeah. weirdos out on an island doing mm. all sorts of shit, keeping pickled cocks in jars and fucking mm. sacrificing cunts and all the rest of it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Holy Island, to me, I'm like... Oh, I, obviously, I've only learnt about Holy Island in recent years through doing this podcast, I think. I mean, mm. they, they, I think they tried to go to Holy Island in an episode of... Um, uh, the Lightly Lads. Avidas in Pet. Oh, Avidas in Pet. And then you told me no, no, a bit no, more I, about I, I it. But I was going to go it. when we were on our recent tour. I was going yeah. past it when I was doing the journey from Edinburgh down to Newcastle. But you said, no, nah, it's quite boring. So I went to Berwick-upon-Tweed well, instead, it, it, which is fucking awesome. It was boring when I was a kid. That's the last time I went. It seems to be. The most exciting bit about Holy Island is the fact that there's a causeway and you can only cross to the island when the tide's oh, yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So there's that element of but there, there, there was a re- That was another reason I didn't go. I thought, what well, if I get trapped on Holy Island and can't turn up in time for the show in Newcastle? That would be disastrous. I thought, imagine if I yeah. called Andy and said, I'm stuck on Holy Island. You would have <laughs> sort of um, broadcast your bit in via the internet remotely. Skype and I don't even know if, there is, I don't know if there is internet on Holy Island. Maybe there isn't, because so, maybe it's a... you know, if you look at that, you look at... Um, uh, what the one that you just said, um, you know, is the plane, is the plane. What's that called again? 
Fantasy Island, that Fantasy was. Fantasy Island. Weird. That that always seemed to me like basically Swingers Island. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Islands I think so. are weird yeah. places, and I include Britain in that. I mean, I've got to be honest, although the Isle of Wight is obviously my happy place, it's fucking mm. odd. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think they say that about the Isle of Man as well. Or well, the Isle of so Man is it's... fucking... I mean, they don't even lie about it. I, the only person <laughs> I've ever known or met from the Isle of Man is Bagsy, Stuart Bags, who unfortunately is now dead, but he... Wow. But he... <laughs> um, Tell us more. You know who? Stuart Bags. He was a c- contestant on The Apprentice. Oh, yeah, from fucking The Apprentice, yeah. Yeah, and he was pretty mad. A real eccentric. And... Um, it was when I was at Heat at the time, and so when he came out, we sort of obviously got him to interview and dressed him up like Michael Douglas in Wall Street and did a photo shoot with him. And yeah. me and my mate Dave, you know, Dave Whitehouse, we just turned up yeah. just for, for the laugh of it, I think. You know, let's go meet fucking Bagsy and get our photo taken with him. Yeah. That was very much our approach to running that magazine. And... Mm. um yeah, he was a fucking oddball, wasn't he? Died in the end. Yeah, he but did. he's probably one of the most famous people from Isle of Man. And of course, the DJ Andy Kershaw relocated to the Isle of Man <sighs> and then was convicted of stalking his ex-wife on the island. Listen, so, I did the paper review of Andy Kershaw on Sky once years ago, right? right and I couldn't yeah. believe they'd booked him. And he fucking turned... I said, who am I doing it with today? Go in and... Sometimes you'd go through phases where it was a regular sidekick. For many years, yeah. it was Michelle Dubry, another Apprentice alumni. Yeah. I, I know loads of Apprentice alumni, I do. Ooh. Right? I do. I'm fucking... <laughs> if ever I need that's, any that's entrepreneurial advice, I've got them all on my fucking phone. That's a good thing to say. Zara Khan. She's another one. Louisa Zisman. She's another one. She used to Kate be a regular Hawkins. on News Thing. Um, anyway... It was Jubes for years. Then it was Emma Barton for years, who's now a massive big shot. Do you know what I mean? We were the double act doing the papers, and now like oh, yeah. she's it's like just, it presents Newsnight now and Newsnight. Five Live and all that. Yeah. yeah. When I knew she was she's like, good. I think she I was like woman's editor good. of the two. She's really nice, and I could tell she was very smart. I thought you're going to the top, young lady. They'll come it's aside so, sooner rather than later, where you will not <laughs> speak to me, and rightly so. Trust me, I have been in the business we call show for many, many decades now, and I know, I know someone I who's one. going to the top when I see and that's them. That's you, my love. She, the, do you know what the last contact I did with Emma Barton was? <laughs> I well, fucking, I fucking got. I asked. <laughs> yeah. them, you remember when we did at beginning of lockdown? We did that's living all right. We did a celebrity yes. like band aid. I asked her yes. to do that, and she was very sweet because she just went, look. I really want to help out. I'm not being snooty or anything like that about doing this. She went, but she more or less went, I don't know what the fuck this is. I've never, <laughs> I just don't know what it is you're up to here, Delaney. And I, I wish you all the best of it. And please, I'll do anything else, but don't make me do this. I don't know the song. I don't know the show. It's fucking weird. I just don't want to do it. Please don't judge me. And I was like, absolutely fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. I suspect that I might be being tricked, but I'm not sure. I think that was it. <laughs> that no, I think she trusted me, but I think she just thought it was too weird. Well, um, and did, she'd never seen Alvita saying pet, because obviously she's quite highbrow, so she would have probably been watching, you know, fancy plays in the theatre when we were watching Alvita saying pet. 
you just call her Emma Barton when she's actually called Emma Barnett. Bit of a bar, Barnet, yeah. Who's Emma Barton? Yeah, maybe you, di- you didn't say dear Emma Barton, did you? When no, you because to- I would have emailed her or texted dear her. Dear Emma so Barton, dear Miss Barton. There is an Emma Barton, isn't there? I don't know. Yeah, there's a famous Emma Barton too. There's an English actress called Emma Barton, apparently, yeah. Oh, she plays Honey Mitchell in EastEnders, Emma Barton. Mm, there, there you go. Do we know anyway, her as she well? was nice. But anyway, getting back to the point... Fucking Andy, one, one, you go in and some weeks, like, your regular sidekick's not there and they get to draft someone in. I said, who am I doing it with? And they go, Andy Kershaw. And I thought, that's weird, because it's usually a, a man and a woman. That's the way they like to do it, right? Mm. And I thought, oh, it's a bloke. Anyway, listen to this, right? So I quickly Googled him. I, obviously, I knew Andy Kershaw was, because when we were kids, he was quite a prominent broadcaster, wasn't he? Uh, but I hadn't yeah. had for him for years. So I looked it up and I see all these stories about his behaviour. And I think, hmm, okay. I wonder if I, I don't know. I, you know, maybe uh, give give every man a chance. I thought, you know, don't believe everything you read on the on the internet. But then he rocked up, right? Now you got to remember, Andy. I would go in every week, suited and booted, fully suited and booted. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I just think that's respect for the news. It's respect for your host, and most of all, it's respect for your mum because my mum would always be out watching. Right? I thought I'm going to mm-hmm. wear a fucking tie. Andy Kershaw walks into the green room, mate. He's wearing builder's shorts. By builder's shorts, I mean they're sort of like, they're like, it wasn't sunny. It was like a normal British rainy cold day. They were like yeah. those shorts that were like, um, what do you call them? Cargo shorts with pockets on the side. But the yeah. reason I say they were builders is that they were sort of covered in brick dust. They were dirty, <clears> like he'd been building. Also a pair of boots, like stout walking boots, right? Old mm-hmm. ones, battered, like they'd really seen some action. With yeah. thick woolly socks protruding over the top of them. This yeah? is Isle of Man uniform. And then just some sort of crumpled shirt. And he walks yeah. in, and he's got that sort of, you know, very distinctive accent. He's like, all right. Not, no, that's mm. not it, because that's West Country. It's sort of northern, Leeds, but it's got he? a particular twang to it. He's, he's Leeds, I think. He's like, all right. I'm not going to attempt yeah. Leeds. All, all right. right. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Y'all Sam, are you? Right, we're doing the papers That's together. That's And I just thought, fuck me, what's going on here? Like, yeah. why is he in shorts? And I can't remember anything else that happened. That was the that was the abiding memory. I just thought, mate... You were mate, just blinded by the I, shorts. I appreciate your refusal to play by the rules of conventional society, but this is <laughs> beyond the pale. This is broadcast television first thing in the morning, sir. Yes, this is... This uh, is there are certain rules, there are certain boundaries... Mm. Anyway, he only did it the once, but then later I did it for a long time with his uh, sister, Liz Kershaw. Mm. She's um, she harbours uh, quite a lot of pretty right wing opinions, is what I yes, learned from that experience. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, she's. Um, I, I believe her to be not completely pleasant, from what I've heard. <laughs> she was. We had some fiery debates about immigration. I can tell you that much. Fucking hell. And on more Jesus than one occasion Christ. on air, she concluded the debate by shouting at me, well, let's see how you like it when they come knocking on your door. Wow. Well, there you go. Fucking hell. Um, getting back to Emma Barnett, her hmm. dad spent time in prison. Did, Did he? you know that? Legend. For, uh, well, hang on. <laughs> okay. R- running brothels that used trafficked women. Fuck's sake. That's, uh, that's really interesting. This is interesting for a couple of reasons. One is I'm surprised by that because for some reason I always imagined... I knew she was from Manchester, 
but I always imagined mm-hmm. she was quite well to do, like northern but posh northern. But I don't know what mm-hmm. I base that on. Um, I suppose just because she's quite well spoken and refined and educated, so you think she seemed like she might have gone to an upmarket school or something. <laughs> I think um, she might have which, done. which is quite possible. <laughs> she might have got to private school, and who knows how it was funded? Well, precisely. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's um, interesting, we're not, yeah. We're not here to judge, although a judge has already judged, so. Who are we to judge? Yeah, running brothels. The law is the law, as, you know. Yeah, something. But anyway, no. She, I mean, she's a really good journalist, and um, she was woman's editor of the Telegraph. Mm. So, and she's you know she... a staunch and erudite feminist. So I, mean, I don't I've know always, to I've what always, extent always... her father's activities may have influenced yeah. her worldview. Yeah, sins of the father and all that. Um, I've I've always thought she's been good. I've heard her on Five Live, and it doesn't matter what what side of the political spectrum she's interviewing someone, she will give them a fucking good scene to. Yeah, she'll see it. Give them a good going over. over. Yeah, and that's what you want, really, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. So um, yeah, there we are, Emma Barnett and Emma Barton and uh, Andy Kershaw and Liz Kershaw, and now on to the Isle of Man. And yeah, Holy man, Island and the Island, Island of mentalities, The mm. Wicker Man uh, and uh, back to Pleasure Island. Yeah, they've 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 departed from Pleasure Island. Pinocchio is escaping. He's got donkey ears and a tail because the boys on Pleasure Island have been turned into donkeys and sold to uh, slave labour in salt mines and circuses. Um, fucking hell, another terrifying thing for kids to have to deal with when watching this film. So... Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket get back to the workshop and they um, find it empty because, of course, Geppetto has gone out looking for Pinocchio, the son he created and immediately sent off to school and immediately lost on and the then, first day. having retrieved him, lost him again on the second day. Mm-hmm. Unfit to parent. Did he even parent. come back? I can't remember if he'd come back he or came, not. Uh, he went into the, what's his name, circus, right? Yeah. The Italian bloke. Mm-hmm. The fairy came and released him from the cage that yeah. he'd been locked in. So that was his one fucking get out, right? He goes back to Geppetto. Geppetto says, oh, that was bad. Oh, I'll send you off to school again. Sends him back to school again the next day. Honest John, Honest John swoops in immediately again. Yeah. And this time sells him to the coachman. Did you see I the thought- email that we were sent uh, regarding the coachman? Um, no. It was sent by Joe S. So thanks for that, Joe S. Do he you said, have it there? He said, uh, further Wikipedia reading on The Coachman. Uh, don't know if you've seen it. It's horrible. The Coachman um, is also known as... This is from the book, The Source Material, right? Which is yeah. an Italian book. Uh, the Coachman is also known as The Little Man. <laughs> right? It reminds me <laughs> of Ralph Ramsey's Little Boy. Is a fictional <laughs> character... Boy who appears in Carlo Collodi's The Adventures of Pinocchio. The coachman's never uh, uh, name is never revealed. He identifies himself in Chapter 32 as merely the little man. He drives to Busy, Busy Bee Island on a coach pulled by 24 donkeys, which mysteriously wear white shoes on their hooves. By the time he arrives to take Pinocchio and Candlewick to the land of toys, his carriage is completely packed leaving Candlewick to sit in the front with him and Pinocchio to ride on one of the donkeys. The donkey throws Pinocchio off. Blah, 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 blah. The coachman proceeds to kidnap the delinquent children and take them to the land of toys while singing to himself, all night they sleep 
and I never sleep. Upon arriving yeah. at the land where for lazy children a paradise where they do not work or study and spend their days playing, but five months later his ears grow like donkeys and they see one with a tail braying. Uh, Has he copied and pasted this from Wikipedia? <laughs> he violently breaks into the... Uh, in chapter 32, the coachman visits Pinocchio and Candlewick when they have themselves become donkeys due to their idleness. He violently yeah. breaks into their house, meticulously waxes their fur and puts them on sale. Candlewick wow. is bought by a farmer while Pinocchio is bought by a circus ringmaster. Oh, right. Okay, so they've switched that round. Um, he has become a millionaire by selling children for the donkey trade. Uh, that's it there's a bit more it's not as bad as he makes out it it is just copied from the Wikipedia page so thanks for that (laughs) (laughs) I've been reading along with it as you've been reading that out but you know good Um, no he sent us a link to the Wikipedia page oh I see I thought he sent it as an email he copied it from Wikipedia no he said he said read this it's like deeper stuff on the on the coach well it is yeah but it's not. I thought I was gonna. It was gonna reveal something more. Well, it shows where the line is, I suppose, that um, Disney would not cross because that would have been definitely too much for the. For what the, him the meticulously film. waxing their fur? The waxing, mainly the waxing. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna wax your fur. That's how he talks, oh. doesn't he? Oh, horrible little boys! Idle little boys. Let's not dwell on the fur waxing if we if we can. So anyway, mm. uh, Geppetto's disappeared looking for Pinocchio. They soon get a letter from the Blue Fairy as a dove. Um, the Blue Fairy, not really putting much of a shift in, the Blue Fairy just seems to turn up, you know, and does the bare minimum when it's mm. required. I'm a bit disappointed in the fairy. Uh, and the fairy says Geppetto's gone out looking for Pinocchio but was swallowed by Monstro. A mean, vicious, terrible and gigantic man-eating whale. Yeah. And guess what? Geppetto is now living in the belly of the beast. She tells Pinocchio this, right? Yeah, yeah, Mm. he was here. He went looking for you. But unfortunately, there's been a mix-up. And cut a long story short, he's living inside a whale's guts. There's been an admin foul-up. And (laughs) guess what? So then (laughs) Pinocchio then jumps into the sea with Jiminy Cricket. And there's a nice... Bit of uh, underwater action where they're yeah. running around trying to find Geppetto. Um, uh, how Pinocchio is able to breathe, I don't know. I don't know what Pinocchio's lungs see. Are you clicking something? Yeah, that torch that you gave me. Yeah, I don't see what it is. I'm just... It's a fucking good torch, mate, by the way. Is I it? just want to say thanks okay. for giving that to me because no it's really powerful. It's very clicky. Jalapeno. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. So uh, they find Monstro and uh, Pinocchio gets swallowed by Monstro as well and Geppetto's in there as well. Uh, by this point, I'll be honest, I was losing interest in the whole caper. What? When they're underwater yeah. trying to save his dad from uh, the guts of uh, a fucking killer uh, whale, you got uh, bored. Uh, I'm sorry, at no point in this film have I been as gripped by it as you clearly are. And that's fine. We can have different opinions well, about even things. when Honest John was scamming him. That was good, but... Uh, I'm All sorry. Right, listen, anyway. I think we should wrap it up. Well, You're we're at gonna, now anyway. We, uh, let's, let's just get through the rest of the Wikipedia okay, page. Right. Don't go in the huff. I'm not in a half. I feel bad that you don't like it, but you're condemned that's to talk right. about it. I feel bad about that. No, that's fine as well. Have a little click on your torch. Go on. Have a little treat yourself. Have a click, 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 <laughs> click. <laughs> feel better now. Len's got a torch that's a bit like this, and uh, I found myself in an argument at, with him about who had the better torch when I Easily came home done. with this one. Yeah. And then mm. we had a torch off by switching out the lights and seeing whose torch was better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. This torch fucking oh. smashed it, mate. Absolutely very smashed it. Either. Really cheap. Really cheap. Well, I don't know what the brand is, but... Cool, oh, it's called a, a let, Lette or something, but it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant... It's one of the best... It's only tiny, but mm. it's... Um, Best torch, I mean, best torch I've won. The best torches I've owned. People are probably wondering why I give you a torch, but we were going to use it in the live show, but then we didn't. So and he gives what, me treats on tour yeah. when I've done well. Sometimes it's a biscuit. That. Sometimes you, it's a you, toy. <laughs> Today you were very organised on today's show, so here's a present for you. It's a torch. Ah, I love torches. Yes, I know you do. That's why I got it for you. <laughs> I like it when it's dark. But then you've got a torch and it, it can help you see. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on, go on, stand in the dark. Go find a dark room. Go and room have a little torch up. Play go and have torch. a little torch about in that dark room. <laughs> <laughs> if only you'd had it in that car park of the hotel in Scotland. Mate, might have been torches have actually the, the gone men. out of fashion a bit because of... Um, because of the well, iPhone having a torch yeah, on them. But that's yeah. a shame because torches do deserve... It's like cameras. Cameras are good. <clears> torches <throat> are good. Mm-hmm. Walkmans are good. And they've all gone out of fashion because your phone does the lot. You know, I appreciate that, the phone, but... That that torch I give you is fucking 100 times better than any iPhone or mobile yeah, phone the torch, iPhone isn't it? torch. I think it's gone downhill, the iPhone torch. Do you reckon? Yeah, it used to be more powerful. Plus as well... It's tr- it's tricky to hold an iPhone torch uh, than it well, than it is to hold one of those little torches. My favourite torch thing is when you see cops in American shows either mm. holding it up in their fist when they they're walking. They hold it upwards, to- don't they? Yeah, yeah. Different stance, as if yeah, they're about to throw it, a javelin. That's, that's the American torch. The American torch holding. Well, they call it a flashlight as well. They do. Yeah. yeah. So I like the way the Americans do it. Another thing I really like is when they hold it in their mouth. Detectives. <laughs> yes. Detectives <laughs> hold it in their mouth so they can yeah. hold a gun and then something else, don't they? Yeah. I like those torches that you get on helmets 
Yes, they're superb. They're good. Orbital used to wear them, didn't they, on stage? Yeah, I, I had a mate, and his, he was like, you know, a big sort of weed smoker. He, he loved, he was like sort of addicted. And when he got <laughs> older, his wife said, you got to, I'm not allowing this in the house anymore. So he had to go in the garden. And then in the end, she was like, I'm not even allowing it in the garden. I don't want you doing it at all. So what he did was he he, Torch ban. he went into the shed right at the back of the garden. But yeah. if he switched the light on, she'd know that he was in there up to no good. So he made himself <laughs> a little rig for like rolling his spliffs. And he had a little um, spliff rolling hat with a torch attached to it as well. <laughs> so he had the minimal amount of light necessary to see what he was doing when he was rolling the spliff. Was spliff hat? <laughs> spliff hat. And then she couldn't light. catch him. She probably did well, catch him in the end. They always catch him in done. the end. Of course they do. Yeah, there's no point even trying. Um, so where are we? Yeah, so, uh, they get swallowed up by Monstro. Pinocchio devises a scheme to make Monstro sneeze, giving them a chance to escape. That's quite clever, considering that he's made of wood and is as thick as fuck. The, <laughs> it's good that he's come up with some kind of plan here. He's cleverer than Geppetto. Um... Uh, how did they do that again? Is it something to do with pepper or something? I can't remember. What, to make the, the monster To make the real sneeze. Yeah, yeah something like that I've forgotten, to be honest. Or they just jump about on his fucking tonsils or something. It doesn't say here. Gibetto is um, a completely useless cunt in loads of ways because he's not done fuck all about being in that. He's literally just sort of... He's been swallowed by well, And I know blokes like this. Things happen and they're just like, oh, well. Oh, well, this mm. is what's happening now. They're just like, mate, you've been swallowed by a whale. At least try to escape. Nah, I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah it's quite comfortable. Style it out. I'll just lie yeah. about here in the whale's guts until I die or decompose be or better, something. Yeah. Um, I mean, Geppetto seemed quite switched on at the beginning of this. He's a successful toy maker. His house was full of toys and clocks. And He's all good that. at one He's thing. constructed a wooden child, but put him out in the real world and he hasn't got a clue. Well, I think there's a lot of people in life that but just because they're accomplished in one area doesn't mean they're going to be accomplished in all areas. Like, for yeah. instance, when I was younger, I always wondered whether Ryan Giggs would be a really good dancer, right? Good question, yeah. Because I thought, well, look at the way he plays football. His feet are... Ast- it's like there's an instinctive elegance... Mm. to the way that he moves, Ryan Giggs. When he was in his, what I think of as his prime, which was when he was young and still playing down the wing, right? Mm. It was incredible the way his hips moved and his feet he moved. Would, he would get called balletic, wouldn't he, sometimes? He was, yeah, everything yeah. about it. He's one of the, I mean, let's be honest, he was one of the greatest wingers of all time, Ryan Giggs, wasn't he, right? Yeah. And I, But I would think to myself, interesting, because when I think of footballers dancing... We kind of instinctively think of them dancing quite badly back in those days, you know, not mm. now because you've got all sorts of... I mean, I saw Ginola having a bit of a dance on I'm a Celebrity the other day and it goes without saying he was a superb mover. Oh, I'll bet, yeah. But that's because he's French and handsome and sexy. But yeah. Ryan Giggs, you're sort of thinking, great footballer, but can he put that kind of movement, um, that sort of balletic quality on, in, into action on the dance floor. On the now, dance I, floor. I don't know the answer to that question. I've never seen it. But what I'm saying is, is that because someone is quite good in one sector, does it always mean that they'll be able to transfer those mm. skills elsewhere? I'm not sure we'll find out in the near future because obviously Ryan Giggs has got some legal difficulties possibly coming up is, in his near future. Is he going to end um, up in the nick? Hard to say. Hard to say. I don't know if we're allowed to speak about it until it's... No, probably best um, not to. Maybe he was a bad example. 
Yeah. Let's say I think it's Chris fine. Waddle. Chris Waddle, it, a brilliant winger. But no, can you uh, imagine uh, him no, on uh, the dance floor? No, I would imagine no, he'd be no, rubbish. No. It, don't compromise on your thoughts. It's fine. We haven't talked specifically about his case or anything relating to the upcoming case. So that's it's fine. I don't think dancing is involved anywhere in the um, the allegations. So, but we'll move on. Mind we'll you, it on. is worth thinking about the Chris Waddle analogy anyway. Because we again, do. Yeah. what a mover on the pitch. Outstanding Completely. footballer. Brief spell at Sunderland towards the end of his Brief career. Brief spell at Sunderland when he was, I believe, 36. But still he was good still though, I bet, a shining he? light in our uh, our team. And he scored um, a fucking thunderous free kick in the last ever home league game at Roker Park. I mean, Everton. the guy was blessed with unimaginable skills. Um, but if you saw him at the disco in Sunderland, I, can you imagine he'd be fucking lumbering about like bloody Frankenstein? In fact, Probably. I remember him dancing in the video for Diamond Lights and Glenn Hoddle was actually quite good and into it and Chris Waddle mm. in his terrible old jumper was absolutely useless. Yeah, Waddle seemed to be a bit embarrassed to be there. He I didn't think. want to be there. I'm reading or, Glenn um, Hoddle's um, uh, autobiography at the moment, which came out recently. I thought it might have diveable potential, so I thought I'll give mm-hmm. it a read. But unfortunately, it doesn't really. Not but really. I mean, I'm only halfway through it. I haven't gotten to his managerial career yet. Right. Um, and I haven't gotten to Diamond Lights yet, but I'm getting okay. close. And let's be honest, it's one of the main reasons I chose to get the book. It would be. It I wanted be. to read the story um, behind Diamond Lights. I mean, Waddle was, was a boyhood Sunderland fan, so it was kind of a dream come true for him to have a short spell with us. Wow, I didn't know that. So even though he played for Newcastle, yeah, he was a boyhood Sunderland fan. Where was he oh. actually from in the North East? He was from a place called Tow Law. It right. was just outside Durham. And he used to work in a sausage factory there. Yeah, I know he's in a sausage factory. He's, he, he's got the look of a... He's, he, for such an outstanding footballing talent, he looks more like a sausage factory operative than a footballer, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think it was in his blood. Yeah. Anyway, let's get this fucking I've got sausages in my way. blood. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Um, right, so, yeah, they, they, they sneeze and um, they escape from the wheel's mouth, but the wheel chases them and smashes up their raft. Um, Pinocchio pulls Geppetto to safety in a cave before Monstro crashes into it. It's all quite violent and uh, unsettling. Uh, and Geppetto, Figaro, Cleo, which is, of course, the cat and the fish, Geppetto's took them with him. When he's gone looking for Pinocchio for some Silly fucking cat. inexplicable reason. Oh, just take this fish. I've gone out looking for the kid. Right, I better bring the cat. Now I come to think of it, I better bring that fish as well. I'll bring the fish as well. I might not it be able to be torch if I'm carrying the fish, but it'll be all right, I'm sure. Extra extra set of eyes. And what I'll do is I'll put the torch in my mouth like they're doing them American detective like programs. The cops do. <laughs> so they all wash up safely on the beach but Pinocchio is apparently killed uh, they all go home and they're inconsolable over the loss of Pinocchio Pinocchio. but then the blue fairy appears again it decides that Pinocchio has been brave truthful and selfless and to reward him she reverses the curse of pleasure island and turns him into a real human boy and revives him in the process, much to everyone's joy. So it's a happy ending. Pinocchio is a real boy, which is what Geppetto wanted all along. He's saved. They're all safe. And it says, as the group celebrates, Jiminy Cricket steps outside to thank the fairy and is rewarded with a solid gold badge that certifies him as an official conscience. So there we are. 
He's been acting as an unofficial conscience. Uh, this this grub in a top hat throughout the film. He's now an official conscience. He didn't do much of a good job, did that. he? Really, he just it came across as a, as a hectoring irritant. Yeah. It's good to have so, people in your life who can provide moral guidance. I'm not saying it isn't. Sometimes we mm. all need that, like a trusted friend or loved one who's just going to flag up shit that you might not see because you're too close to it, right? Yeah. Um, but what there's a fine line between that and someone who is a hectoring nuisance. And that's, Completely. that's what Jiminy Cricket yeah. comes across as because it almost like makes you want to be more of a cunt because he's like, oh, he's such a Lampard. Oh, he should do that. But very rarely offering kind of any practical solution any to your situation. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a Jiminy Cricket spin-off, was there? I, I fucking hope not. Nah. I wouldn't want to know about that. So there we are. We've come to the end of Pinocchio, Sam. Did you... And, just um, my last question is, did you like Jim, Jimmy... What's he called? Jimmy Cricket, the Jimmy Irish Cricket. comedian, and there's more. Oh, Jimmy Cricket, with um, with L and R on his wellies, so he could see which which wellies he had to put on which feet. Although they were always the wrong way around. His he whole vibe was just feet. like I am an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But I found him hilarious, and in fact, when I was quite young, when I was about ten, I, <laughs> I basically. <laughs> cultivated nurtured call it what you will a expert impersonation of jimmy cricket which i would do for the amusement of family members right i taught myself it i watched him on telly again and again i remembered some of his jokes and catchphrases and mannerisms and then i walked into the front room and paraded Mm. myself before my older brothers and my mum and whoever else was around doing it and it got a yeah. few laughs. And so I always look back quite fondly on Jimmy Cricket. That kind of thing stays with you, doesn't it? Well, that first time you get a big laugh from get family laugh. members or yeah. classmates, that's where the urge to become comedians, I think, comes from with a lot of people. Yeah. That, that buzz you get from uh, making well, a Well, I, I saw, a, um, I was watching Will Smith on YouTube. He's got this programme on YouTube where he tried to get back into shape after he put on some weight for this role as King Richard, the um, you know, the Venus and Serena Williams' his dad. And yeah. he put it on just before lockdown. And what these film stars do is they change their weight or their body shape for a role. And then mm-hmm. once yeah. the role's over, they very quickly, with the use of full-time chefs and personal trainers and in-house oh, gyms right, and okay. all that, they very quickly get nice. back in shape, right? Mm. Um, but he said lockdown happened and he'd already put the weight on. So rather than lose the weight, he just fucking carried on piling it on, right? Because he was just sitting around bored shitless. And then he got quite fat for the first time in his life. So he decided, I'm going to get back into shape, even though I'm quite old now, and I'll make a programme about it for YouTube. So it's quite an amusing watch. But in it, he goes, right, when I was a kid, he goes, I was sort of happy. He went, but the overriding memory I have is one of fear he went not just fear for my physical safety he goes it was more a fear of not fitting in of not Mm. being liked of not um being the sort of man i was expected to be culturally right Mm. fear 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 when i think back to my childhood i just think of being scared of so many different things he went and what defines you very often your character as you get older is how you learn at a young age to deal with your fears right 
and he went mm. and for me what i found was making people laugh i could deflect bad situations with humor and i could define myself by being the funny guy right yeah and he said and i did that at, as a response to fear and I, uh, what I thought was interesting was, at first you think you're talking about fear like, oh, it was dangerous. And sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, you do feel in danger in that kind of very real physical sense. But he was saying just the other fears you have, like fear of not being noticed, fear of not fitting in, fear of being considered diff- too different or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, so I just started thinking, well, if I can make people laugh, it'll diffuse awkward or embarrassing situations where I feel like uncomfortable. But it also might make me more likely to be liked, less likely to be, you know, bullied. Uh, and so yeah. he's really eloquent on it. And um, anyway, I'm just wondering whether if they make a film about Jimmy Cricket one day, he'll have a similar story to tell. Mm, I don't know. What do you think <laughs> of what Will Smith's thesis is? My suspicion is that you don't, you instinctively don't like Will Smith, so you're going to poo-poo anything he said. But if I told you that it was the geezer from fucking Sparks who said it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's true. I I don't know. I'm not, I've got really no opinion on Will Smith. I'm sorry. Will Smith's probably in the same box as the 1940 movie Pinocchio. You're indifferent. I'm sorry. I'm indifferent. But that's okay. We should celebrate our differences, Sam. That's what we're doing. Next week, we're going to bring back... Uh, what is it? The fucking Ripley's Believe It or oh, Not. Oh, yeah. I must Christmas. buy that. In fact, I'll do it now. That way I won't forget. We always do that over Christmas. And uh, yeah. it, it, it let us down slightly last year because we were using the random page selection. Maybe we'll be a bit more rigorous and pick out stuff that's good this time and not... Um, fall foul of the random blob so that's Pinocchio thanks for listening to it Um, back next week with uh, Ripley's Uh, goodbye goodbye everyone Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.